Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. All right, thanks for joining us today. We'll be talking about chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. We're going to be going into what peripheral neuropathy is, uh, what it has to do with chemotherapy, and we're going to be referencing a study. This study came out in uh, 2016, and the title of it is The Effect of Photobiomodulation on Chemotherapy-Induced Peripheral Neuropathy, a Randomized Sham-Controlled Clinical Trial. Now, that is a lot of language. We'll break that down here as we go. But well, let's talk first about what chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy is. Um, obviously, it's a type of peripheral neuropathy. So when we're talking about peripheral neuropathy, we're talking about symptoms of a very, very common nerve condition, very, very common nerve injury. And there's uh, up to 3 million cases per year, 3 million new cases per year, uh, that are recorded in the United States. The symptoms for peripheral neuropathy are a, a burning, numbness, uh, tingling in the feet, uh, oftentimes in the hands and the fingers as well. And the toes can be affected quite a bit. This can lead to a loss of balance. It can also lead to a, uh, a loss of sensation. So it's very, very common for folks with peripheral neuropathy to end up with injuries and wounds uh, and not even know it. Now we've had multiple people that come in They've got peripheral neuropathy as one of their complaints. We start to examine the, the feet uh, and they, they realize that they actually have open wounds on the feet. They don't feel any of that pain because the nerves have been damaged. Nerves have been deadened to the point where they're just not able to give those signals uh, to the rest of the body. That can get really dangerous when we start talking about open wounds uh, because they can get infected. Uh, also, new injuries. If you step on a needle, for instance, you may not even realize it, and that thing can float around in there and cause all kinds of, of further damage and, and, again, infection. Also, uh, burns. We've had a number of cases where patients will burn their fingers um, up against a stove or uh, a hot plate or something like that and not even realize it until they see the blistering uh, because, again, they, they don't have the, the level of feeling there. Those nerve endings have been damaged. So how does that happen? How do you get to the point where you have damaged nerves? Well... There's a number of different real causes, but it all comes down to kind of the same mechanism, the same uh, source, uh, if you will, in those nerves. So what happens is the blood supply to the nerves becomes uh, impinged, it becomes reduced, it changes. So what is happening with peripheral neuropathy and, and nerve damage? Well, if you compare it to, uh, for instance, putting your arm up on the back of a chair, um, most of us have experienced this. You get your arm in kind of a funny position and you start to get that tingling, that buzzing. Your arm kind of falls asleep, as most people put it. Um, that's, that's what's happening in peripheral neuropathy. You're limiting the blood flow to nerve endings. Now, if you just have your arm up on the back of the chair, this, this is pretty easy to fix, right? You take your arm off the back of the chair, um, shake it out a little bit. You get blood flow back into that arm and, hey, the hand goes back to feeling normal. Well. What's going on in peripheral neuropathy is you've lost the blood supply to those, those small nerve endings and you can't just shake this one off because that blood supply is being restricted. Now, in chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy, what's happening 
is the chemotherapy drugs are actually toxic to those very tiny blood vessels. And so you end up shutting off the circulation to those, those smallest nerve endings. And where are the smallest nerve endings in the body, most vulnerable ones? Well, they're out in the feet and the toes. They're out in the hands and the fingers where those where the blood supply is already um, the worst and where those nerves are really kind of the very, very smallest. So when we're talking about chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy, we're talking about burning, numbness, tingling, loss of sensation uh, in the feet, in the toes, often in the hands and the fingers as well. And it's caused, it's created by that chemotherapy drug process. Now, whether you're on chemotherapy for cancer or for an autoimmune type condition, oftentimes that is a very, very necessary step to take. But realize that the estimates are between 20 and 50% of everyone put on chemotherapy drugs are going to have some kind of peripheral neuropathy uh, either during or after the chemotherapy. So it's an important thing to realize if you're under care right now or if you're going to be uh, doing chemotherapy for some kind of disease that you be kind of cognizant of this risk and if it does begin to happen understanding what the treatments are. So let, let's talk about the treatments. The treatments currently, what the current recommendations are is pretty much wait and see. So they want you to just give it some time. Some of these cases do um, kind of respond uh, over time and they can kind of regress, um, but it is very slow and uh, lingering and permanent symptoms are very, very common. And um, there's, there's, you know, if you do have those lingering symptoms, there's not a whole lot that can be done. The only other thing that is recommended currently is a few different medications like Cymbalta, Gabapentin, Lyrica, and some of the antidepressants as well. And those drugs are supposed to help reduce some of the uh, nerve signaling so that it helps to kind of deaden um, the burning and tingling type sensations. But those drugs don't do anything for actually fixing the disorder. So you're kind of stuck on those medications once you start them um, in order to try and live with a little bit less pain. Now, Chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy is not typically progressive. And that means it's not going to usually get worse and worse and worse over time, but it's very common to see that those symptoms still stick around. So when we're talking about, you know, lifetime drug uh, prescriptions, that's, that's a little bit depressing, especially when you start looking at some of the side effects of these medications. So when we see a study like this one that I talked about at the very top of the episode there, when we see a study come out that talks about the effect of photobiomodulation or laser therapy on this peripheral neuropathy condition, it gets our attention. And so we're going to talk about this study a little bit. Again, this is the effect of photobiomodulation on chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy a randomized sham controlled clinical trial. Just understand that that just means this is the kind of top level clinical trial that can be done. They had a group that got the laser therapy, they had a group that didn't get laser, they got a sham or a fake laser treatment, and then they had another group that got laser therapy along with PT. They studied um, this for about uh, 16 weeks total. And what they found out is that 90% of people with chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy were able to see improvement within eight weeks. And they maintained that improvement for another 
uh, at least eight weeks afterward, the, after the treatment ended. So not only was this very, very effective within a pretty short time period, but then even after treatment was stopped, even after they stopped getting more laser therapy, they had ongoing benefits. They didn't change their nutrition or take any medications. There was no extra activity modifications. And this was a very, very straightforward laser therapy worked to help these patients be better. And, it, and seemingly on at least the medium term, we don't really have the long term, you know, one year plus follow up on this one. But we do know that in the short term, it worked very, very well. And again, this is not using any drugs, any medications, anything like that that has side effects. And the side effects of laser are basically non-existent. And 90% and success rates for anything uh, is pretty darn good. Now, these researchers used a class four high-intensity K-laser. It is an FDA-cleared laser that does put out quite a bit of uh, therapeutic laser energy. So you're gonna need to, if you're looking into this, you're gonna need to find a good practitioner who has the right equipment. That's kind of our biggest takeaway is that if you're going to do this, you need to find a good healthcare provider with the right equipment and the right training. That way you can enjoy that 90% success rate that these researchers found. But even bigger than that is that laser therapy is going to be the best option for real relief, real ongoing relief of peripheral neuropathy, especially when we're talking about chemotherapy-induced peripheral neuropathy. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.